This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, this is Bryson Stott, first-round draft pick of the Philadelphia Phillies, and you're listening to the High Hopes Podcast with James Seltzer and Jack Fritz. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast, the not- Jason Vargas and Corey Dickerson emergency pod because they were not worthy. <laughs> we could call it that. They were not worthy. Should we call pod. it? <laughs> we should not. I mean, this is this is the same reaction that the people got on the Bryce Harper's coming here podcast. <laughs> is that so? Yeah. yeah. Do you want me to just gush for an hour about the <laughs> three seventeen average of Corey Dickerson? Corey Dickerson should realistically be this team's leadoff hitter, though. We're, we're being dead serious. Like the leadoff hitter has been horrible for the Phillies. Put Corey Dickerson in the leadoff role. Yeah, he has to play every day. Don't care. He's, <laughs> am I going to completely ignore his groin injury? You're darn right. <laughs> and all the other injuries that seem to always keep him off the field, but sure. Not worried about that. I, hey, hey, a little credit here. There was someone who said in his perfect trade deadline, go get me Corey Dickerson. Wow. It wasn't you. What a perfect deadline it is. <laughs> Are you happy that this is a perfect deadline? <laughs> that was the, like, the, the least perfect move of all the perfect moves I said, but hey. I'll take it. All yeah, right. I mean, listen, uh, not not enough people in this business, you know, when they get something right, do people let them know that they got something right? Here's me saying, James, Aww, good call on the Corey Dickerson thing. Thanks, buddy. Um, good job. Uh, well, You're just adding more credibility to this podcast. <laughs> That's what I needed there. More and more every it, single day. I needed it. I needed it. As as we're, we're uh, recording a different time, there's a whole different world for me. I'm the one who had to deal with traffic to drive back uh, in here. You're just freaking hanging. Hate to see just this. Just finish your show. Just chilling. I'm all fired up and angry. My wife has to put my daughter to bed, which normally I do. She's super psyched. Everyone's psyched about this. Hate to see <laughs> this. <laughs> Meanwhile, I would have been in here four hours early before my show. So <laughs> this is this is the once again. Don't this spin is, this around, Jack. This, is, this isn't about you. I'll make it about me, and you know it. there's 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 not one person better in Philadelphia media than making this about them. Oh, it is your magic power. Your me, me and Howard. Me and, and Howard Eskin. You are really good at it. <laughs> really good at it. Um, two and three, which is good. Two and three. Oh, listen, just keep winning series, man. Hey. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, uh, they the need Giants to sweep the White Sox. By the way, like, we'll get to that. There was a lot of people talking, like, man, like the Giants are so bad. Well, guess what? I think it was eighteen and five heading into oh, that game. Yeah, like, they've they were, been the best team in baseball over the last month. And listen, that team stinks. I don't know how they went on that run. They have Mike Yastrzemski batting fourth. Yeah, it's not good. I know he's not even he's not even <laughs> the, the the son of Carlos no, Chantry. He's the, the grandson, and he's not even good. Yeah. <laughs> That's the issue. No, it's a, and of course the Phillies mixed in their usual de- demoralizing loss. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, we'll get through it. Let's let's start with the trade deadline because I think that's obviously the. Bigger news now. Jack It wasn't very exciting, man. Uh it wasn't it wasn't very exciting. <laughs> it was the opposite of exciting. And I'm like, I'm just so disappointed. Like, not even that they didn't do anything, but like the fact that we're even in this situation where they were in a situation not to do anything. Like that sucks. 
like we were talking about how this should be playoff Nola and Bryce mm-hmm. Harper's gonna take us there and JT Real Muto and like deepest lineup in the NL and yeah and, remember that and remember that someone on this podcast not me predicted a breakout Pavetta that would carry this <laughs> rotation so just the fact that we're in this scenario where the, their biggest trade deadline is is Corey Dickerson and Jason Vargas. Jason Vargas. All right, and I Varg so, Varg ass. Yeah, you're damn right. You're damn right. That's good. That's good work by you, Jack. Yeah. Look at you. That's why you're you're big time these yeah. days. You yeah. know, just rising up the ranks. Yeah, you just listening to two to six today. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're only on for like five to six today. Yeah, we made the most of it. You did. It was a really impressive hour of radio, <laughs> um, dude. I'm so tired of people acting like Jason Vargas is some awesome upgrade. And I listen. know everyone in the rotation sucks. I get it. Other than Cliff Smith. Smiley and obviously Aaron Noah. Clifton? Clifton Smiley. Clifton Pfeiffer the Smiley. one and only Clifton Smiley. I'm so tired of people being like, ho ho, they got Jason Vargas. He's good. He's not good. Listen, don't put don't throw your host under the bus like that. I did. I totally <laughs> did. I very much did. Richie Richie was gushing about Jason Vargas in no and like maybe the last time someone gushed about Jason Vargas that much it was in Kansas City in like 2016 2015 even he was an all star that year and people didn't gush about him it was more like I don't know how the hell this is happening he's our one all star he's not good so huh. yeah uh, the Jason like I think Vargas at worst is like a major league guy yeah that can give, give you five innings. to six innings yeah, who who. Who didn't want to go into the trade deadline and come out of it with an innings eater to oh. solve our starting pitching rotation issue? Jason Vargas is probably their second, third best pitcher right now, which is yeah, embarrassing. Which it, well, it's embarrassing to think that that Drew Smiley... Drew Smiley's their number two. Yes! Yeah. There's a guy, yeah. He had an eight ERA over eight in Texas. Mm, yep. I mean, really? Yep. And I like Drew Smiley. Again, I've owned him on numerous fantasy teams. Big fan. I used to buy. Listen, some are blaming Drew. Or, uh, uh, I almost said Drew Pavetta. Um, <laughs> Drew, Drew Smiley's downfall because I b- believe so much in 2015. Drew Smiley. That, well, it's very likely people that's what are. It was. The, yeah. Drew Smiley hasn't even recovered. It's taken Drew Smiley three years just to recover What's from. What's longer the, to recover from the Tommy John surgery or your belief in him? Probably your belief in him. Definitely me. Like mm. Tommy John's nothing, buddy. That's like nothing, is it? <laughs> yeah. To talk about the Fritz Jinx. All right. So let's talk about. Let all right. We'll get to Dickerson in a sec. Uh, there's not a ton to say about Mike Morin and Blake Parker. I Look, Parker's got stuff. He just never seems to put it together. I saw him today. It was like, what, 91? Yeah. He used, he, to, be, he used to be like 94. He be, yeah, he used to be mid-90s with like a hammer. and That's not even talking about his curveball. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's focus on the starters first. Um, let's start with Cliff Smiley, and then we'll get to Vargas. How real is it? Because again, it's two starts, and you know we do the whole like you can't overreact to two starts, but he's looked really good in two starts. Granted, against two not so great offenses, but you know Megan Montemore tweeted out the usage, the Chris Young getting his imprint on him. He's throwing more breaking stuff, less fastball. How real? Look, we're not talking about one run every thirteen innings he pitches, but well, maybe. (laughs) Uh, How real is Smiley? Um, I don't know. I mean, I. I don't want to buy in too much because the track record is a track record. And, and because I've been burned too many times. No, and because I'm not a big fan of uh, 92 and, and <laughs> Doesn't relying on relying on junk. Oh, like, can't, can't wait to talk about Jason Vargas. Yeah. <laughs> big fan of 86. Yeah, it's yeah the, the Phillies love of guys that don't strike people out. <laughs> I is, can't believe you're not on the Phillies yet. I mean, you're a perfect fit with your 80 mile per hour stuff. I'll get the job done. <laughs> and freaking Mike Morin's 71 mile an hour changeup. Um, oh. But it's the thing that makes Smiley good is that, again, no matter what, 
no matter what, he he will throw a, a whatever pitch he wants whenever he wants. Like and throw him for strikes and throw him for strikes, and that's a key. And he he completely <laughs> what, a, what a novel concept, crazy crazy idea. He completely ditched his changeup, so his changeup was getting yeah, he started zero percent destroyed. He's not thrown a changeup yet. I mean, yeah, his, his well, changeup's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. his curve his curveball is like a a screwball goes the opposite way, which you don't see from a lefty ever. Um, but the the ultimate equalizer is the cutter. Like right now, in, instead of like it'll come out of the same arm slot as his fastball, but his fastball is 92-93, which is a slight uptick from what it was with Texas. So he'll be 92-93, same arm slot. It'll go into lefties and or into righties, and then he'll break out a cutter from the same arm slot, and it'll be like 87, but it'll cut right off the barrel. You can the, the key to pitching and the key to being a great, consistent pitcher is just getting your ball at the last second to move that much more off of the barrel. Yep. And what we, what he does well is he'll throw that cutter and it'll get in, 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 in to righties. And it it looks like how Cliff used to pitch. <laughs> it does. It I, does. Like the way he pitches, he even looks a little bit like him. He's got that kind of thin face. Um, he does the same like glove. Yeah, he, like he the, the glove that, dip. The, the even the like the wine, like the arm slot looks the same. It's it is pretty crazy. Like I we rip game for that, and I still will rip game for that. But I at least get it. I understand where he was coming from in terms of the way he looks when he pitches. Both pitched in Arkansas. Yeah, that's a good um, point too. Look at this. Um, I just Cliff Smiley. Cliff Smiley. I hope it continues. I mean, Drew Smiley is a guy that listen. Drew Smiley is a guy that had a. Like a pretty decent prospect has, pedigree. Yes, and he has shown it in the majors. He was a good pitcher for the Rays. Like he has shown him that he can have success in the major leagues, which is more than you can say for some other guys. Right. So so if he keeps having that cutter, if he can keep continuing to throw three pitches for strikes, Inducing like you the soft contact, which right, is big key. I like how much he's pitched up in the zone with his stuff. I didn't expect that, but he's he's just peppering the top of the zone and guys are swinging underneath of it and and just doing nothing with it. So, um, you know, forcing fastballs up, 92, 93 up, that's what they love to do. And then if you get that cutter in on righty's hands, like that's a it's a hard thing to match up wise. And then the curveball that moves in a way that most lefty curveballs just don't move. So um, I don't want to like, you know, Again, give a few praise. Yes. Like, but but this is a plan of success, and this is a guy that Chris Young will love because Chris Young. I, I was about to get there. Chris Young loves yeah. guys that can throw a two-one curveball for a striker, and a two-one cutter, contact, and all that, and like just in any count, keep guys off balance. And and Smiley through two starts has been able to do that. Well, let's uh, let's take a minute here, Jack, because it is August second, and for the first time all season, Chris Young has done something. Yes, something. Well, Chris Young, throw throw more of the off speed stuff, Drew. You did it, buddy. Well, one of these, one I, of these. Gabe Gabe gave him a lot of credit uh, for the cutter, apparently. But I think he was already working on the cutter with the Brewers. I, I'm giving Chris Young credit. I'm trying to give the guy some credit here. This is few and far between the opportunities to give Chris Young credit. Everyone else has gotten worse, but <laughs> not Drew Smiley. Imagine what he could do with Vargas. Speaking of which, Vargas. Vargas, um, <laughs> Vargas. <laughs> um, Talk to me about I, Vargas. I just I don't like him. Like, I, I, I hate I hate his image. I hate his look. I hate the middle school science teacher thing he's got going on. I hate the whole thing with the reporter. It's like really that guy. Yeah, that's the guy. Tough guy. God, fake tough guy. Tough guy, Jason Vargas. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Can like, you think of anyone in baseball you'd be less scared of if they were coming at you than Jason Vargas? Mm, Drew Smiley. Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sure. He is very mild mannered. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Actually, his whole team is pretty unscary. I guess Altuve, he's tiny, but anyway. Yeah. Well, t- but, uh, tiny I guys. I still think I'd be more scared of Altuve than Vargas. I would definitely be more scared yeah. of Altuve than Vargas yeah. for sure. Um, but Vargas might not know this. 
What, you fought Jason? I, you fought Jose I don't. I don't look at Jack, as you commented on earlier before we were on the air talking about yeah. how young I look. I'm older than Jason Vargas. <laughs> wow. I know. That's a bad indictment for Jason Vargas. He looks way older, so. Well, anyway. You are younger than Nelson Cruz. Miracles. <laughs> Somehow. Miracles. Well, he looks like he's like 50. Soon enough, I'll wow. be the oldest of all the baseball players. <laughs> and I'm a baseball player. Like for you, that's got to be uh, pretty sad because, I mean, you've started being older than Olympians in 1980. <laughs> but like the first time I was older than like Olympians, it was like weird. Like it was like, or like the MLB player drafts yeah, being in the just, 2000s. Just wait, Jack. Just yeah. wait till there are like 15 guys in sports who you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm younger than them. Wait until we're doing. Keep this po- playing, Tom Brady. Just keep going, yeah, buddy. That's that's Just your last playing. hope. Are you older than Romo? Uh, I don't know. Probably same age. Hey, you guys have age. the same energy level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a lot like Tony. Yeah. Yep. All right. Terrible Vargas. Good golfer. You don't even want to talk about Vargas. No, I'm a terrible golfer. Um, I don't like Jason Vargas. <laughs> he just bores me from a standpoint of like, it's just a, it's such an unsexy move. It's one of those moves. It's like. Awesome! It's like, the most unsexy you stole. Move. You stole the fifth starter from the Mets after they traded for Marcus Stroman. <laughs> I know. I like, know. Like that's what sucks about this. Like I just like you traded for. Uh, listen, the Mets suck, right? Yep. And we just traded for a guy that they're basically getting rid of, and also uh, took on money. So like, like they're worried about the luxury tax still, which is it, annoying. I'm so annoyed about the luxury tax thing, man. They're so so now as it will be set. Like maybe they sign a guy and they move up to ten. They're they were the eleventh. 11th in payroll when it's all said and done after trade run trade deadline 11th 11th man yep that's some bs man. i know jack middleton sorry buddy demoted back to john he's definitely john he middleton. is john middleton he is right john now. middleton I, I can't i i can't get over this quote this is this was on uh this is in the inquire around when harper signed this is what john middleton said apparently this got bores <laughs> like the, I like the, you throw the apparently in there. Apparently. I mean, it is apparently, but I like We're not the, sure he actually yeah, said this. I don't, I don't know if he did. John Middleton we said We certainly this. don't think he believes it. I said, Scott, I'm not interested in talking about marketing dollars, tickets sold, billboards, concessions. I said, there's only one reason I'm talking to you, and that's because I believe this guy can help us win, and that's all I care about. I've made enough money in my life. I don't need to make more. My franchise value has risen dramatically over the last 25 years. I don't need it to rise more. I'm here to win. I think your guy can help me win, and that's all I want to talk about. <laughs> Bull crap. Yep. Bull crap. Yeah. Bull crap. I next Action, year, actions speak louder than words, John. And it's it is it is embarrassing what they did this deadline. It is it is utterly embarrassing. Like I am so frustrated that they are they are essentially just punting the season by not you. You're telling me you couldn't give away Archimedes Gamboa for a starter like these these Tanner teams, Roark went for nothing. Just like, give up. You can give up nothing and still, you don't have to. Tanner Roark, Mike Leak, like these guys aren't good, but they're they're better than Vargas. You could have gotten Alex Wood. They're not going. Sure. The Reds aren't going to resign Alex Wood. Nope. Like there was moves we made that aren't going to kill your prospect value wise. Like you can just bring them in and have them help this team. Like Archimedes Gamboa is on the 40 man roster. He's not going to be in the 40 man roster next year. Why don't you flip that guy for something? Like, why wouldn't you make a move to like, at least, at least give these guys a freaking chance. Like these guys, like actually they're actually playing good baseball right now. Like I think the offense, like real Muto's starting to get going a little bit. I mean, the real Muto hot streak is here. Like this is the guy we freaking traded He's for. He's been great lately. Hoskins hot streak is, is it looking like it's here. He's taking great swings. Harper's been fine, but like those three, four, five Kingery had a huge day today. Like the three, four, five Kingery, um, it just the offense as a whole is finally starting to like show some things. Plus Jay Bruce apparently close to a return. Corey Dickerson fine. Like, Corey Dickerson three hundred hitters. So that'll nice help. Hitter. That'll help there. And he's a guy they don't have. They don't have a lot of guys like Corey Dickerson. And they just said no. 
Like we're I just know. gonna we're just gonna go with Nola, Smiley, four innings of Jake Arrieta, Jason freaking Vargas, and banking on Vince Velasquez for the sixth year in a row. Like it's embarrassing. I am so frustrated with where this team is at. Like. You didn't have to give up anything to get a help on this team and at least give them a freaking chance. It's the wild card. Sure, like you're going to lose the Dodgers if you win that game. But getting there is important. And you did not have to just essentially punt the season and give this stupid freaking like, well, if we don't, we don't. And this is the guys we're going to go with and just completely kill all fan expectations. Like there's there's just no buzz around the team anymore. And they're going to trounce by the Eagles. Oh, yeah. No, football's back and and the, the, the it, it's going to wane, man. Because no one believes in this team now. If the front of us doesn't believe in this team, why do they believe in this team? Yes. And it kills it kills the clubhouse morale. Like well, that, that, team, that was where I was going to go. That's so frustrating. I mean, they're, they're saying the front, the front office said to the players, yeah, we don't believe in you guys. And Point listen, blank. Then why did you trade for JT Romito? Why did you open up this window if you're not going to go more in? Like, I don't give a crap if the second wild card or even the first wild card. Give this team a chance. I don't and think they're matters. amazing. Well, we talked about it. It matters from, from Rep's perspective, from so many different perspectives. It matters to make the playoffs. I'm just, I, just, I just don't get it. I just I, I don't get just, it. You're more negative than I am. About I just, this. It's, it's, crazy. It's, it's, it blows my mind because listen, what are you going to do in the offseason? Well, that's the that's what we talked about last time. The issue that they still need to fix this pitching staff. It's not going anywhere. No. And your ace Drew Smiley is not going to be uh, back next year. And you're going to sign a potentially soon to be over the hill Mad Bum. You're going to give Garrett Cole two hundred plus million dollars, which is great. Do it. I if, don't think they're going to. Why would I believe it? No, Jack gonna, Middleton's not real. If fake. Jack Middleton were a real thing, I would say yeah, they'll go with Garrett Cole and we're in great shape. But no, he's one gonna, Cole will figure it. Ah, Steinbrenner of the South. You heard that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm. I think I'm less frustrated than you just because I saw this coming. I'm not but it's surprised just, it's just at all. Stupid. It's, it's stupid. It, it, well, yeah, from I mean, multiple angles, from the fan angle, clubhouse angle, and team, like just giving them a chance. Yeah, I think all the angles, like all the important angles. You know, it, they're saying they don't believe in them. They're saying to the fan base, sorry. Go we, they're saying actually go Eagles. Go birds. They said yeah. go birds. Go check them out. They're good. <laughs> yeah. They're coming up. They're, they're going to win the Super Bowl, so you should yeah. watch those guys. Um, yeah. And and again, I do think you can't underrate the, the clubhouse. Think about if you're Gabe Kapler, who theoretically his job could be on the line whether he makes the playoffs or not. I think there's a real chance that if he doesn't make the playoffs, and it all depends on how it plays out and all that. And we know that there are a lot of things that are not his fault. I mean, he's lost his three best relievers. Four, if you want to call Tommy Hunter the fourth. I mean, Nishek is barely pitches here. Robertson pitched two uh. innings. Sir Anthony is, was supposed to be the guy, has done, you know, obviously didn't pitch well and then done for the season. I mean, it like, I understand that this is not Gabe's fault in a lot of ways. And we've talked about the issues we have with Gabe, but Gabe's job is on the line here. He's They're not going to have a lame duck manager next year. Exactly. They're going to either have to give him a, a contract or see ya. Yeah. And if yeah. they don't make the playoffs, I think they say see ya. And if he's if he if he goes to his front office and like you guys are acting like you guys have a ton of job security, which apparently they do. Well, it seems like they do. They like, just got contract extensions. Clint and McPhail acted this deadline like like two guys that had job security. Hundred percent, and which, they are. There are two guys who have job security. Whatever we think, they have job security. And John Middleton's not going to pay two GMs or two two team presidents. No, so he's not. They're not Especially going anywhere. after the last time he spoke publicly and. Uh, look, I don't need owners to speak during the season, whatever. But the last time John Middleton spoke publicly, he was talking about Matt Clentax, a friggin' genius. And now this guy, oh, what a 
objectively excellent all season yeah. and all that crap. Like he, John Middleton, it sounded like like Klentak was his lost son that yeah. he had just found. He's like, I love this guy. Yeah. So he's not going anywhere. Never talked to Kyle Bloom. You're I guess. right. He acted. Yeah, I know, right? Why? Why would you talk to him? Insanely bright mind. <laughs> talk to running one of the best organizations in baseball. Yeah, um, two the man there. No, right? anytime you can bring bring in two guys from the Orioles and uh, one from the Angels, yeah. you just got to do it. Yeah, I know. Two, two very forward thinking franchises that totally aren't in purgatory. <sighs> Just gotta do it. You just have to do it. Have to uh, do it. So I mean, like, and then if so, if you're Gabe and you're sitting at this trade down line, you're like, "Well, this sucks." <laughs> like, well, I guess I guess they don't care if I'm here much longer. I mean, there's so many implications of it that makes it so. And look, you hope it's a hope it's a major league type thing where they go in there and they put a you know a, a Matt Clentac thing up and they start peeling off the pieces. I don't think anyone. I needs hope to it's see McPhail. That. I would rather it be McPhail. <laughs> I would personally rather it be McVeigh, like just to see that smug face and and them throwing darts. But at like, it. what else can you think? If you, Jack, you, I mean, you are as we've discussed, the former superstar, a, a baseball player, like a real true baseball player. When you think of baseball, you think of Fritz. <laughs> I mean, how would you feel? How would you feel if you're in that locker room and you know that you are tied for the wild card for the most part, day in day out, a game back, half game back, half game up, wherever you're at, you've been at, and they're just like, eh. Here's Jason Vargas. <laughs> Do you think, Go win. What if they just beat up Jason Vargas the second he walks into the, <laughs> into the clubhouse? They're like, really? They sent a message that way. <laughs> that would be a message sent. Like, we don't like this. We beat him up for you. Um, oh, God. Um, Can't wait to see him pitch consistently in Citizens Bank Park because I'm sure his fly ball well, stuff is going to play well there. It's like road splits are horrible. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like horrible. Like an over six ERA on the mm-hmm. road. It'll be great, though. Bring him in. Yeah. Boy genius found him. Um... <laughs> um yeah, if I was in a clubhouse, I'd just be like, especially with the way they talked before the deadline. Like, Real Muto's like, we got the guys. Like, totally. We're good. Um, Harper, it, all of them came the out The most damning it. thing is, like, Harper said in that in that documentary, Chasing Harper or whatever, when he was like, I said, I went to John and I said, are you going to make the necessary moves if we're in this to help us win? And he said, yes. And his first, the first season came up short. It's a great so, point. You have Harper, you have Real Moto, you have Hoskins. Hoskins said literally the day of the trade or the night before the trade deadline, like we think we got the horses in here to make a run, right? And the, and to just the, essentially just spit in the face of that and give them Corey Dickerson another outfielder, which is great, like good player. But yeah, I, look again, does nothing. Just we don't we don't want to besmirch Corey Dickerson. I'm that was a fine move. Like getting Corey Dickerson for nothing is is nice. That's a nice move. Yeah. It can't be your best move. Well, it can't be the only move that matters. They did sign Dan Straley. Dan Straley for Luis Castillo, who won that trade? Oh God, that was that. Yeah. Oh God, that's what the Marlins, the Marlins trade, the Marlins Luis trade, Castillo Luis for Dan Castillo. Straley. Yeah, who wow. won? Who won that trade? Man, which is the worst trade, that or Fernando Rodney for Chris Paddock? Fernando Rodney for Chris Paddock. I don't know, man. It's close. <laughs> Luis Castillo is disgusting. Well, Luis Castillo is better than Chris Paddock right now, but I think Paddock could be better down there. Either way, you think about all the the talent the Marlins just shipped out. I mean, yeah. we're not even talking about Yelich and all that other stuff. It's unbelievable. It's, it's Insane. It's um. It's really unbelievable. Kayla Smith. They have him now. Like, unfortunately, Jose Fernandez. Shocked they didn't trade him at the deadline. Yeah, I mean, Jose Fernandez. Like, it was horrible. Yeah. Uh, but like, imagine if they had Jose Fernandez, uh, Luis Castillo, Chris Paddock, uh, Kayla Smith. I guess that's the one thing we can say is thank God we're not the Marlins. Well, thank God we're not trading away yeah. superstars. Like the only only player we've really lost is like Domingo Santana, Jonathan VR. Here's the problem, Jack. You need to develop superstars <laughs> to be able to trade them. Away. That <laughs> would <laughs> be nice. I'm not done that well, man. That's what I'm saying, though. That that's what's so embarrassing about where they are. Um, like this is the this is year four of Clemson, mm-hmm. and you're telling me the depth on this team, like, is so bad that we have to go sign Drew Smiley off the street. Yeah, and how about you're telling me that you don't have a top uh, like Alec Baum? 
probably a top 50 prospect depending on where you look. Spencer Howard should not, be. Spencer Howard should be, but like, you're telling me that after four years and three of them sucking. Horrible. They, that's the best you got? Yeah. And I'm looking at the Padres who have brought up Tatis, who's clearly a superstar, Paddock, all these other guys, they just traded for Zach Gallen. Like, why not? Or no, it's a Diamondbacks. No, Still, I would like Zach Gallen here. You look at all these teams that... Did these look at the Braves? The, that's why the Braves are able to go out and get Chris Martin and freaking Shane Green, and now they have a great bullpen all of a sudden, and they can just give Colby Allard away. Colby Allard would be like the third best prospect in the system. Like, what are we doing here, Jack? Year four. It's year freaking four of this. It's brutal, man. It's like it's really disappointing. And the, I, I will give him credit. Like the Ruben stuff takes a while to dig yourself out of. No like, question. But you can, Especially from an infrastructure standpoint. Like, they built the academy in Dominican. Like, that stuff takes time. Yes, and building a baseball program takes a ton of time. Takes a ton of time. And, and building, they had to build an analytics department yeah, from they, absolute they, from scratch. I mean, they had a plant, remember? So Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they had to do it from scratch. So I'm with you. Um, they had to build Phil. They call it Phil. Phil. Yeah. Yeah. Phil needs to start putting in some work. If Phil and the, the <laughs> freaking bamboo from Brad should yeah. go... Hang together, um, put out the pasture. I just think it's so. I can't believe that this is where this team is at after like, it's four years. It should not take this long to to at least get some major league talent in here. Like it just should. And and the guys that the guys at the core of this team, um, you know, Kingery, Nola, Hoskins, they're all drafted by Rube. It's true. They're all drafted by Rube. You're right. You're right. I know I'm right. Yeah. Hazley is the only one. Yeah, Hazley's the only one. Everyone else on the team that's homegrown. Was brought, yeah, was that's Rube. Wow. It's damning. <laughs> you think? Yeah, it's it's it keeps me up in that. It really does. Yeah, like be a better be a better organization. Yeah, I agree. And that's that's where you really, again, we're talking the about the root of this whole thing. Well, and that, that's what I mean. That's the root of this whole thing. And that's why you look at. It's one of those things where it's like the Dodge, the Braves are way better now. They're also going to be way better unless things change. They still have talent they're bringing up. They have so much major league talent that's young. They like, haven't even brought up Ian Anderson or Christian Pasch. Yes, Pasch is a top 10 prospect in baseball. And then they have just pitchers and pitchers. Like Luis Gohara is like a top 100 prospect. He's like, oh, we don't even need that guy. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's, it's, it's bad. All right. The point of the whole thing is that it's bad. I understand that it takes time, and and, I, and that's why and you, I, I will say, like, I'm very encouraged by. Um, obviously, we're Ochart guys, but the the like the, the hitters in the minor leagues have all like the guys that, that were their guys outside of Luis Garcia have all done well. Like they, they've started to take nice steps forward. All their guys, so um, that's a that's a big development. The mm-hmm. pitching is just behind. Like the pitching is Spencer Howard, Franklin Morales, and I'm not sure who else. It's great. Damon Jones, hopefully, he's been okay in AAA, but... Donis Medina, someday. Yeah. Someday. Yeah, so, I, this is... To, to, so, on the surface, this trade deadline sucks because they didn't get this team that they opened a window for a chance to at least try for a playoff spot. Yes. I mean, well, and, and, and to caveat there, like, we're not even talking about them going and getting a minor array or whatever. I'm just talking about them getting yeah. Tanner Roark. I'm talking about them getting Mike Leak. I'm talking about them going out and getting... And again, goes back to not signing Dallas Keiko, which was and still a still mistake. Still stupid. I, I just, like, you could have done, they made moves on the margins to help this team, but there were better moves on the margins, more moves on the margins that they could have made without giving up anything for the future. And they had to, they had to sign Blake Parker off the street, Sam, uh, off Mike Warren street, off the street, man. Like, off of a Twins bullpen that they're trying guys. to, I know, they're trying to find anyone that could be good for them. They went out and traded for Sergio Romo. They went out and traded, like, they're making for, moves. Uh, Sam Dyson. Sam today. Dyson. Really? <laughs> Sam Dyson? 
got a great spin rate on his yeah, fastball. Dude, look, he's a fine pitcher. Sam Dyson's fine. Look, he'd be our second best reliever here. I mean, come on, I get it. I mean, I get, I get they didn't believe in this team. And if you look at this team, very clearly, I and I, I think it's in some ways what they did is pragmatic. The idea of not, we didn't want them to go all in. We said that a hundred times. But There's two things. They There's two things. They could have done a better job of working the margin. They could have still traded for a controllable starter because yep. it's gonna. They're gonna have to make the same trade this offseason. Or, or yeah, or pony up for Garrett Cole or, or whatever. Bear, right, or uh, yeah, or Bumper Zach Wheeler or whoever. Yes, Wheeler. Yeah, sure. And and two it was awesome today. And two, you didn't have to give up one of your coveted prospects for someone to help this team this year. And that's the point. That's the frustrator. That's yeah. where I'm at. That I'm just like, that's embarrassing. Then then you're just showing that your whole offseason was a failure. Yeah, well, you are. But I, I was told it was objectively excellent, Jackson. Yeah, that's what I was told. <sighs> <sighs> All right. One other thing, um, and this is not on the trade deadline, but we've talked a lot about it in here. And the one message that they keep hammering home and and Clintag, you know, that the guys who are here are going to have to be the ones. You know, it was hammering home prior to the deadline. Now, obviously, more true, but we need more. Gabe said it today as well. Yeah. All right. I will say, it's time. It's time to stop defending Bryce Harper. Like, Bryce Harper's got to step up. I, we need more. Bryce Harper is, like, a little boring to watch these days, man. All he does is walk, which is great and helpful, but, like, it's time. Like, we are in the final third of the season here. There's 50-something games left. It's time for Bryce Harper. I mean, we keep saying, oh, he's going to put a, put him on their back for a month. He'll be the best player in baseball for a month. Whenever you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> ready for you, Bryce. Um, Let's go. Yeah, I, can't, I just can't. I, I know I can't do it. I can't. I love him. I know. I can't, I can't rip him. I can't rip him. I, he's unrippable for me. Okay. He, and that's fair. Look, I'm not, this is, is not ripping. This is he needs to step it up. He need, We need more. And everyone knows that. Yes. I, I agree. And the thing is, like, you know what kind of sucks is like I'm seeing him with these awesome headbands and like just completely swagged out. It's like, oh, if he were like, great, it would be so much fun. Oh, it'd be so cool. Like that, that the fanatic headband was like fun and cool. But if he were playing awesome, we'd be like. Everyone in Philly would be rocking him. You yeah. know, it'd be awesome. People be walking down the street with him. Yes. Um, but that's not happening. 18 home runs at this point. It's it's bad. It's really bad. And the look, juice baseballs, the are, are they playing in that's Philly? That's what I mean. What is going on? Are we the only team without juice baseballs? <laughs> I'm serious. The freaking Twins have like 600 home runs this year. What is happening, man? The Kettle Marte has more home runs. Like, Kettle Marte. Kettle Marte is way more. He's got like 24, 25 yeah. or something. Freddie Gallus might catch him this year. <laughs> Being serious. I know you are. Like, Max Kepler has 30 home runs. Max Kepler's a nice hitter. Max Kepler has 30 home runs. Well, that's, that's baseball today. Apparently, we didn't get the juice baseballs. Freddie Galvis has 16 home runs. <laughs> oh, God. If he, Jack, is if, there anything worse that can happen for you personally than Freddie Galvis hitting more home runs? I've been through ever? a Pavetta <laughs> demotion. <laughs> been through a lot this I've been year. through an Altair release. Yeah. Freddie Galvis out homering Bryce Harper. Would would be it, the end. It would break you. It, would, it would be the end you. for me. It would break you. I loathe Freddie Gavis. You know. I loathe that player. <laughs> Anyone who has ever heard you talk knows that. If he surpasses my f- superstar in right field <laughs> so in home yeah. runs. You mean your defensive superstar? Defensive <laughs> ace. Exceedingly overpaid defensive it's superstar. The only reason he was brought here was for his defense. <laughs> All right. Some are saying that. You won't say it. I'll say it, Bryce. It's time. Please, for the love of God. Yeah, I need it, Lift man. a baseball. We need it. Yes, lift a baseball, and in doing so, lift a team, okay? Because they're not going to win without you. Like, that's just what it is. No. So, And maybe, right. and once we find a new hitting coach, maybe you'll... Yeah. Look, if nothing else, no matter what happens, Mealy's got to go. Well, the, 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 I told you last uh, last episode, the, all the coaching contracts are up, so... Good. Peace. Peace be Won't to you, you, Johnny. Peace.
You will never be Jack Maley. All right. No. Uh, Jack's not, a reverse uh, reserve for alphas. Yes, and clearly not an alpha. Yes. All right. Um, but I am. Thank you. Well, <laughs> your name is Jack, so sure. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else on the trade deadline? Do you want more? No. Yeah, I don't I really, really don't. Else. I hate it. All right. They won two or three. Yes. Also, for one second, though. <laughs> oh, wait, no. But Zach Greinke probably wouldn't have waived his no-trade clause. I th- I but they're, th- e- they're eating like $24 million of that contract. I know. I, I think that, of course, the dude, Garrett, can you remember? I, I was trying to think of the last time, and, and the, the, what I came up with was was Halliday, Lee, Hamels. But the last time a team had such an awesome top three. I just can't believe you're leaving Oswald out. No, no, I said top three. Top I know. three. How do you not know Oswald is better than Hamels? Sure, fine. You want to go as well? No, I don't care. Okay. Either way, when was the last time a team had this this well, type of three? Mm, Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin. Close. Not as good, though. Not, I mean, this is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I mean, the, what are we doing here? I mean, Garrett Cole's probably going to win the Cy Young this year, and Verlander and Greg yeah. have both won Cy Youngs. Yeah. And Brian Cashman sat on his hands. Yeah, well... Bad. It's your guy, man. Well, he, well, he can't evaluate pitching. And he's like contact. Well, it sounds like they... It does sound, for what it's worth... To put a bow on the trade deadline thing, that for the controllable starters, it seems like teams were just Marcus Stroman somehow was the unicorn. <laughs> can't get told. I can't. I've cursed like six times today. It's because you're in the in Jack's traffic. probably edited most of these out by the time you hear this. I've cursed like six times today. I can't stop myself. That's because you're in traffic. I I'm just I'm in a mood, Jack. I'm in a mood. Um. Like, the Stroman deal was the unicorn deal. It's unbelievable that deal happened, but it does seem like... I mean, the Yankees offered Clint Frazier for Robbie Ray, and the Diamondbacks were like, give us three more prospects. It's like, what? Yeah, it's shocking. You got that guy for one more year? Clint Frazier's a really good ball player. Like, yeah, I thought... What are you doing? I thought it was going to be... I thought the players were going to get for cheaper. Like, I, I didn't yeah, think it was going to well, be this crazy. Yeah, after the Stroman deal. Yeah, and it felt like that there wasn't that many teams buying, and that these guys... But, Teams just don't want to get rid of their controllable starters. And that's why those guys didn't go. We saw none of, like, the guys we talked about, other than Bauer and Stroman, who obviously and went before. And the Boyd before. thing. I mean, Boyd, they must have been asking for the moon. The moon. Boyd, Ray, Miner, Lynn. Even like, like, all these guys we talked about on teams that, I mean, the Rangers are done. They're cooked. They're hanging on to Miner and, Ra- and Lynn. Like, I mean, I get hanging on to Lynn. He's got two more years left, and he's, like, inside young competition. I mean, he's been amazing. But, like, you don't trade Mike Miner? Really? It makes no sense. With Mike Miner's injury history over his career, you don't trade Mike Miner? He's 31, 31 John years old. John Daniel's a smart dude. Like, he's a smart guy. Maybe they think they get more in the offseason? It's possible. That's Maybe. The only, that's the only way you look at it. Yeah. Um, he's like, eh, I'll just take advantage of Clentag in the offseason. It'll yeah. be fine. What I don't get, what I don't get about the trade deadline is if you have an expiring guy, why don't you just move him? Oh, it makes no sense. And I get, look, the Giants situation, like, if it were me, I would have traded Bumgarner and Will Smith. I get why they didn't. They're they're in it, and it's Bochy's last year, and it's Bumgarner who's a franchise hero and all that. I can understand it. You could sell that to me, but for other teams that are out of it, what are you doing? Well, like, why why was Alex Wood kept on the exactly? On the Reds? That's an exact a perfect type of example. Why these guys must not play fantasy baseball? I they don't. I would have sold. I me too. Big sell guy. I, I just don't get it. I actually miss I, selling. Yeah, I fantasy. do. I'm so good at fantasy baseball I that I miss. selling. My team's too good this year to sell. <laughs> I really want to. Selling is great. It's so much fun. And then you got these freaking stars for the, the next five years, and you're like, ha-ha. Hire us. Yeah. Hi- yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, come on. All right. Um, two or three, not much to say. They they had to take two or three. They took two or three. They have to sweep the White Sox, Jack. Yeah. Although the White Sox are frisky, man. Like 46 and 60. I like them. You're a White Sox guy? Well, they're f- probably who's been their best player this year, Yon Mankata, yeah. out just on the IL. So that's oh, huge. Oh, that's sad. 
Not oh, for I mean, not us. for us, but I, I like, I want to see what Yon looks like. Trust me, I own him in one of my fantasy leagues. I'm not psyched about Yon Mankata being on the IL. I'm happy about it for the next three days. Yeah, I'm not as excited about it. The White Sox were a lot more fun about a month I mean, ago. Dude, yo, they're rolling, they're rolling Ross Detweiler out in this series. Ross Detweiler? Ross Detweiler? Former Nationals They game? are rolling Ross Detweiler out wow. against both. And look, for what it's worth, and again, so sad to say this, but... Having Vargas, Nolan, Smiley go in this series means mm. you've got your three best pitchers going. <laughs> they got their aces. <laughs> they got their aces going this this uh, this series. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, they were a lot more fun. Also, I didn't realize Eloy Jimenez down to two thirty three. Yeah, he has been good. Yeah, um, the White Sox will eventually be good. And imagine if they did not give away Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah, can you imagine? It's a great point. Yeah. I mean, with Eloy and Kopech and Yon and that Yon trade was a great trade. Yeah. Well, I mean, it helped the Red Sox, too. It was right. a good trade for both, both teams. Sides. Yeah. Well, the rare trade that's good for both sides. Yeah. Which I think that that it was interesting, that Bauer three-team deal. I actually, the Reds was the one that surprised me the most, but I thought the Indians getting Franmil and, and Puig was outstanding from their end. And I love the Padres. And I, that's what I was about to say. I totally get the, taking Taylor Trammell for, really? Yeah. He's a top 15 prospect coming into the season. Like, I know he's having a down year, but I, I thought I really understood what those teams were doing. So I thought that was a good, that was the funnest trade of the deadline. Yeah, it's worth. Well, what a lame deadline. I really expected with the whole August thing, the change, no more trades. I expected more action. I think they'll next year they have to move to mid August, right? Like there's yes, there's no doubt about it. It's too. It's too teams early. didn't know if they're in or out. Too early. Yeah, it's too early. It, it ended up being a massive disappointment. Well, there's there's a lot of trades. I though. mean, if Granky doesn't get traded, I mean, who's the biggest name that went? Well, I mean, Castellanos, Bauer the day before, but Castellanos, Castellanos on on deadline day, Castellanos might be the biggest Shane name. Shane Green. Yeah, think about that. Not great. Mm, not great. God, I'm still annoyed. Shane Green and Chris Martin make the Braves, and Melanson, whatever. But Shane Green and Chris Martin make that bullpen a lot better. Also, I didn't like the move. Like, the, the moves the Nats made were just weird. Like, Hunter I mean, Strickland. Daniel Hudson's blows. a good pitcher. Hunter Strickland stinks. Elias is fine. He's a good pitcher. He's yeah. okay. Look, their bullpen was so bad that, that those three guys will help them. But, yeah, I didn't think it was a, you know, the Braves did really well. Of course. <laughs> They have a bunch of Astros guys running them. I know. Delightful. Who? Why would you want? Why would you want guys in your front office from really smart teams when you can have guys from the Angels and, and Orioles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'd rather take like the eighth guy in the Astros front office and just say, "Screw it, it'll work." You're a guy. Yeah. Hopefully, Josh Bonifay knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think he does. Um. All right. So. Three, two or three, anything from the, the Giants series that you um, need to touch on? We yeah, kinda... I mean, Real Muto is really good. Uh, I said la- I don't know if I said this last week or on the air. Um, I think his bat path is just really good right now. Like, he's starting to create Big some launch. bat path guy. It just looks better. It looks more strong. Um, I love Adam Hazley. I, I'm I gl- do, too. I'm glad I'm really, they didn't trade him. I'm falling for that guy. He, he's a guy that will just... Handsome fella, too. What? Handsome fella, too. Yeah. The Phillies are a great-looking team. They're a good-looking team. That is fair. If only they could hit as, as much as they look They're good. They're getting there. They're getting yeah. back to Barreldelphia. Um, Barreldelphia. <laughs> we have never been. In, the first week of the season, it was Barreldelphia. That's yeah. about it. Um, but like even, I think it was Friday night, or <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think it was Tuesday night. Or maybe Wednesday night. One of those. One of those <laughs> game. Which game? I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. I actually don't know which game it was. But okay. it was. Uh, we'll excuse it. Runners then. on. Runners on. Maybe first or second, or maybe just second. Um, and he, he is. Uh, he's like a the uh, two outs or whatever, or one out, and he just puts the ball on a play on a pitch that was too close to call for a strike, uh, or too close not to take, too close 
to take. Gotcha. He put a, he put a, there you go. Nailed he, it. He just, he just poked it right into the shortstop. Nailed it. And it was like, it was a hard play for the shortstop, but he made a nice play on it. But he got the, the, the bat on the ball. Um, and he, he consistently puts the barrel to the baseball. The strikeouts have gone down. Um, and I just, He's a guy that's a slow starter at a lot of levels, and I think he's just started to find himself. And um, I hope that when I hope when Dickerson is good to go and Jay Bruce is good to go, I hope it's Hazley in center, Dickerson in left. Although for some reason, Clemtack said that he thinks Dickerson can play center field, I saw which that is too. asinine. I mean, he's played at twenty-seven games in his entire career, yes. and he won a Gold Glove in left field. Let's just yeah. leave him in left field. Um, Not that we're saying the Gold Glove is. The best. It's the only thing that matters. Yeah. Well, when, Freddie Gow's never won one, when, so I'm going to yeah. keep using it. I don't know. When Rafael Palmeiro won one when he played like 25 games in the field, I was like, yeah, it's worth probably not that yeah, great. Yeah, dude. I mean, but what, the boys, Corey Dickerson's Palmeiro, very, I mean, what are we talking about? 1999. <laughs> Jesus, dude. I understand, like, it was in your 30s, but can you just move to a new decade? <laughs> Corey Dickerson, good fielder, good player. I mean, look, you want Bruce probably playing more than Dickerson, I would think. Maybe. Jay Bruce is here's the thing, and he's got to come back and play in the oblique as unsurprising, not a, a month, whatever it is, you know, as expected with obliques. But I mean, Jay Bruce was so good. I think he earns the benefit of the doubt with how good he's been since he's been here. Regardless, one of those guys in left field, yes. Hazley in center, Kingery at third. Please, done with the Mike. I'm riding that out. Yes, just so. just drop a bomb on Michael Island, let it sink into nothingness. Wow, forever. It's very sad. It is. Um. All right. Any other uh, note bag thoughts? Before? I mean, should I should I talk about them? Should I talk about them? <laughs> you need me to talk about them? Go for it. You need me to? Yeah, I think uh, everyone needs to. Let me to do just drink. put this PSA out for everyone. I think no one needs to do, but do it. Sometimes elite relievers allow home runs. <laughs> Josh Hader has a home run problem this year. I love that you texted me. You're like, Josh Hader let up a home run. Yeah. Well, like, it's because my mentions are on fire. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> it's a freaking, it's a solo home run. <laughs> And they the, won the game. Like, you know, they Brandon won the game. Bell, Brandon Bell, I thought that ball, I was surprised the ball went out. I, I didn't think it was hit that hard. No, it uh, carried. It, it definitely it felt carried. felt like that. They had, the Phillies had a couple bad innings against the Giants and otherwise pretty good. That yeah. was a bad inning. Yeah, he allowed two solo home runs. Like, sue him. All yeah. right? Relax. Everyone relax. He's he's amazing. <laughs> Just Maybe don't say top 10 reliever in this sport. You can't prove that I said that. <laughs> uh, my, it's a tease for my final thought, actually. Oh, no. Yeah. So, uh, no back. I don't have anything else. Okay, good. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, no one that was needed. my final thought. No anyway. one needed. Oh, that was your final. So, we're all done with you? That yeah, I got it? nothing else to say. Okay, good. I was so mad at the trade deadline nice, that I Nice else. lead into my final thought. Jack, I got to call you out, man. Oh, what do I do now? I can't just let these things go by when... We keep it real with the Iopes listeners. As you always say, you will never lie to them. Yes. Jack, in a conversation with a couple of people on Twitter, tweeted out in a <laughs> music discussion, oh, yeah. just because I would win American Idol by singing Drops of Jupiter or calling all angels, all angels doesn't mean they're in my rotation as a response to someone that he likes train. Jack, I think the High Hopes audience knows <laughs> that you would not win it was, anything. It was singing not, drops of Jupiter, Jack. You have to get off that corner. It was not it, my day. It was a awful. It day. was not my day. <laughs> it was one of the worst. Calling all angels. Not your day. Come on, man. <laughs> not you your know day. I'm getting them to turn Where the chair is around. Simon Cowell when I need him. Oh, no. You call me at the end of the podcast. <laughs> I had to. In the podcast, give me a, give me five minutes in this podcast. You're getting an angel, angelic performance. It's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so my you can, voice is horse. Rede- you can redeem yourself down yeah. the road here. No, maybe maybe if we get to a certain number of uh, rate and reviews, I don't I don't rate and review the podcast. Again. 
We can have Jackson calling oranges. You could, that could be your re- redemption, is that not doing Drops of Jupiter, which was clearly out of your register. Like, listen, try, uh, you know. Can't hit the notes I used to, I don't to, even baby. know what Calling All Angels is. You ever heard it by Train? Oh, it's a Train song as well? Yeah. Yeah. I only know Drops of Jupiter from Train. Oh, come there on. Meet another... Virginia? No. I can't wait to meet Virginia. Yeah, yeah, nope. yeah, yeah. Oh, you're lame. I swear to God, I don't know it. I believe, know I'm Virginia. sure there's another Train song I know, but. Oh, Train's great, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> The train takes are coming out. Sunday you can't end, stop this train. Time to end the podcast. Um, that's it. We're done. Oh, oh, High Hopes Night. Yeah. Well, August 17th. I'm sure people turned out, tuned well, it out already. Of course already. they did. Yeah, well, they're going to miss all, At least you edited out my six curses for yeah, them. I so. only counted two, so. Uh, you know, I was, I was embellishing a little bit. Okay. It was two. It was two, and then it was a almost one. Yeah. Where I did a... Yeah. Type of thing, but yeah. didn't actually get it out. Listen, All right, I am quick on the dump button. You are. You don't mess around, Jack. It's a family podcast. Yes, we're a family podcast. We try, <laughs> we try. Sometimes they slip out, and Jack helps me out on the back end. All right, I hope night. Uh, I hope night. August seventeenth. Our pin tweets. Check it out. Rate and review the podcast. Until next week. Wow, don't sound so exasperated. <laughs> I am pretty exasperated, Jack. Where's Jack Middleton when you need him? All right, until next week. He's Fritz himself, sir.